Yo, yo, yo. The world's most dangerous pod is back. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Tell the mailman. Come listen. Come download. Come subscribe. <laughs> or don't. Do whatever you want. You are now listening to the podcast titled, You Said It, Not Me. That's with the letter U. It is a podcast about nothing with a little bit of everything. And I'm Tristan, a.k.a. Stan, here with two of my lovely co-hosts. One lovely co-host. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Kay. I am the beauty and the brains behind this podcast, making sure these two fools stay in line and give you the facts you want to talk about with your homies in the cafeteria. (laughs) (laughs) and i'm jay the gray resident friend of these two people here podcast professional podcast podcast professional you know that man lover of oxtail and cologne anyway i have a question for you okay what do you call a cow that plays a musical instrument a cowbell a musical cow very close. That was very good. That was, that was, that's, that's pretty good. It's actually a musician. Uh, yeah. You were close. You were yeah, close. You were pretty close, man. I, I got to give that one to you. That's, that's All good. right. Okay. I think I like mine a bit more. Yeah. All right. Tell me what you like. But before we begin, we have to give a shout out to our favorite weekend DJ, everyday DJ, really, <laughs> DJ O'Neal. Playing all the hits each and every Saturday from 6p to 8p on kgvoiceradio.com. That is R&B, that's reggae, dancehall, soca, calypso, salsa, merengue, bachata. Whatever you feel like dancing your hips to, he's going to play it. Check him out each and every Saturday. Excuse my ignorance, but I always wondered. Mm -hmm. The dance salsa, the genre of music salsa, is the same pronounced and spelled the same way like salsa that I put in like the food like the chips and stuff yes and you know this do you not move your hips when you eat the salsa on your chips oh, I, I, maybe I do and I wasn't aware of this I'll check yes everybody does a happy dance when they're eating something they enjoy <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> JTG what's your oxtail dance My oxtail dance yeah you wind up yourself he boggles. <laughs> oh gosh what's the next topic man so we are moving on to what we love to call hot buzz. You can hear those bees buzzing in the background. A, a hot- bee landed on my windshield the other day. Yeah, and you killed it. Yeah. With what? I didn't mean to. I meant to um, put my um, signal on and then my wipers came on instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's pretty bad. That's awesome. So our hot buzz topics, we just go over all of the news that we get from around the globe, from our listeners, from friends, from family, things that we just come across. And you can just send us stuff on our Instagram at you said it, not me, our Twitter at you said it, not me pod or email. You said it, not me pod at gmail.com or not. We'll find stuff anyways. Mm. Shout out to all the people that contributed this weekend. Every week. We really, really appreciate it. All right. For our first story, mm. our first segment, rather. Thanks for that, Kenneth Copeland. Longtime <laughs> contributor to the podcast. You said it, <laughs> not me. All right, Florida. Florida's florida again. A Florida hospital removes doctor for offering parents $50 
for mask opt out letters. A Florida hospital said it removed the local doctor who posted on social media that he would provide mask opt out letters at a price of $50 each for parents who did not want their children to be required to comply with school mask mandates. What what do these letters say? Timmy can't wear a mask because it causes serious irritation? Timmy can't wear a mask because it's his rot. His what? It's his rot. It's his oh. God-given rot, and I don't got to wear a mask. I was like, what does his rat have to do with anything? <laughs> Timmy has no rights. <laughs> yeah, when you're a kid, you really don't have any rights. <laughs> Sucks. Somebody tells you when you go to bed, what time yeah. to eat. Mm-hmm. What to eat? Then you become an eat? adult and you get a bunch of responsibilities and you want to go back to being a kid. <laughs> like, let me just wake up. Somebody help me get dressed. Five o'clock come. Is my dinner on the on the table? You don't have to worry about bills. Yeah, word. Let me. If you're doing a hustle, you know more power to you. But if you're doing a hustle that's such so illegal as this one, why are you advertising it on social media? Because like, he knows there's a lot of people out there that don't want to wear masks. Yeah, but does it stop only at children or can adults get it too? You're gonna get caught. Like, it's, it's, it's this is crazy, especially in Florida. Just go on the street. Hey, fifty dollars a pop. Mask opt out letter. <laughs> what? Yeah. It's so strange. Well, he tried. Mm-hmm. For our next story, we're going over to Doctor Rhymes. Doctor Rhymes said, "Quote: All these little weird ass government policies and mandates suck a dick." What? <laughs> <laughs> So inspiring. He also said, it's called God-given right of freedom, right? No human being is supposed to tell you that you can't even breathe freely. F your mask. I'm saying some of y'all might feel differently, but F your mask. (laughs) Of course, that came to us from uh, the 49-year-old Dr. Uh, Buster Rhymes. He went on stage and and went about and, um, yeah, that's how we feel. And the internet just had a field day with that. Is he healthy? I don't know. He 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 looks like he. I think he's it was swollen. like overweight. I I can definitely uh, jump into this one. He's de- uh, he's definitely overweight. That's one. Uh, and he has like breathing issues. Like he has trouble breathing. So for him to uh, say masks are stupid and everything like that, if this man catches COVID, it's a wrap. Anything is possible. I'll, I'll put it like that. So there's this uh, thread on Twitter. Um, there's this thread on no, it's not on Twitter. It's on Reddit, mm-hmm. great social media website, and it's called. Uh, my brother uh, L introduced uh, us to this. Shout out to L. It's called the Herman Cain Awards. Oh my gosh! And what it is is it's a thread where you see people on social media talking about we don't need masks. I'm never taking the vaccine. They can't inject me with the five G and all this stuff. And then you slide over, and it's a steady progression of them being totally against masks, vaccines, and all that good stuff. And then they're like, hey, guys, I'm not feeling so well. I got COVID. Please pray for me. And then the next slide is basically them dead and the family trying to raise money for the funeral and hospital costs. So, very interesting thread. Yikes. All right. For our next story. Krispy Kreme. You guys ever had Krispy Kreme donuts before? I never had a Krispy Kreme donut. I had a long time ago. I, I don't. I can't remember if I had it or not. Long time ago. But they're doubling down on vaccine promotion. Mm-hmm. Instead of one donut when you get vaccinated, you are now getting two donuts Holy crap. to get vaccinated. Okay, they're thoughts? really pushing this. Yeah, really. Yeah. Are you guys going to go get vaccinated again to, to get um, two <laughs> free donuts? I, I'm not pressed to go get two donuts. donuts. <laughs> I'm not, I'm I'm not that pressed. Promotion. You know what? 
what if what if somebody's just walking in to get the regular flu shot? They get it every year. They never got anything. Can I go to Krispy Kreme and like, yo, I, I get vaccinated every year. Can I get some donuts? Are they just going to like, no? Isn't it so crazy that like everyone's doing so much to help people get vaccinated or to yeah. push the vaccination numbers up and people are still like, nope. Mm-mm, it's mm-mm. my right. But you bet you if you say. If you get vaccinated, we'll get rid of your student loans. There'll be lines out the door. Yeah, that's what? a fact. You know what's funny? I saw a meme the other day of people, um, you know, the diehard red, white, and blue Americans. And they were like, um, I will take a bullet for this country. And then somebody's like, shut up. You don't even take a mask for this country. <laughs> <laughs> or a needle. All right. A Washington jail is offering inmates 10. You count it. 10. Diaz. How do you say 10 in uh, fr- uh, French? These. There you go. Mm. I had to say it in my head. JTG, how do you say 10 in uh, Patois? 10. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, they're offering 10 free packs of ramen noodles in exchange for getting the vaccine shot. So you're in jail. Maybe you're doing something strange to get one ramen noodle packet. I'm sorry. Something strange? Like I've, what? Like laundry? I've seen Oz on HBO. Good show. Check it out. Boy. So, yeah. I didn't know that the vaccine was in... Jail. Well, vaccines everywhere. Yeah, Check under your bed. It's probably under there. Wow. Yeah. But I would do it. <laughs> I'm getting my 10 free ramens. Get out of here. You know how much ramen probably cost in that place? Oh, yeah. And you only make, what, five five cents an hour? Probably cost, ramen probably costs about five minutes. Five minutes? Oh, Let's move on. Gosh. So, there's a new program. Offering black first-time homeowners in San Diego up to seventy thousand in grants. Amazing! It sounds amazing, but for those the cost who, of living who out there don't know what a grant is. It's money that the government gives you that you don't have to pay back. Right. Well, thank you for that, kid. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but seventy thousand in San Diego. I don't know if that's gonna, you know, cause a dent or anything. That's gonna like purchase a door. <laughs> <laughs> this door of your house is covered free of charge. Seventy thousand. I mean, that, so- that sounds like a substantial amount, but if you guys are saying that that's not, like, enough to get anything at all. That's Never forget, terrifying. the cost of living... People have to realize that the cost of living varies depending on where you live. Word. Like, 70K in grants in Texas, Montana, Iowa. Who, good God, that's, like, grass. Like, that, that's <laughs> acres, you know? Like, that's grass. <laughs> that's I love a- it. That's acres. Uh-huh. But if you say you get $70,000 in grants up in New York, mm. what are you really getting? A one-bedroom apartment. Right. If mm. even. Because mm. one-bedroom apartments are like two fifty k depending <laughs> on what you get. Shout out to them. Yeah. All right. For our next story. Every hot dog you eat takes 35 minutes off of your life, a new study suggests. Dang. Um, damn. I probably There's a lot eating. of children out there that probably has only... 10 more years to live then. Yeah, I've probably eaten about, in my lifetime, maybe like 500 hot dogs. Yeah, yeah. What's the, what is the kid? math oh, on y'all that? about wow. to go then. Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's so hard. Y'all go ahead and talk while I do some quick on-pod uh, mathing. To say goodbye. Uh, We're having a musical selection. Yeah, because, yeah, I ate so many freaking hot dogs. At kid. one point, that was what all your mother gave you for lunch. Yeah. It was hot dog cut up in little pieces yeah. of ketchup. All right, all right breaking news. What? I took off 12 days of my life. <laughs> Damn. I did the quick um, science math of a rough estimate about 500 hot dogs eaten at 35 minutes off of your life. Um, <laughs> listeners, check my work. But I think I took off about 12, 12 days of my life. So 
I need to go on a 12 day vacation to make up for it. I'm going to miss you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Another news. Um, I'm I'm curious. I'd love to hear other people do their hot dog math and find out how much time. Let us know uh, how much time you have left. Please. There's somebody right now listening to this pod screaming, yo, I eat no hot dogs. I eat, you know what? Let me check this thing because is this a specific type? Is it beef hot dog? Well, we don't even know what goes inside hot dogs. So we don't even know how it's just meat. According to this, um, they were saying hot dogs because hot dog meat in general is just supposed to be a mishmash of just random, not so great meat products. Mm-hmm. That That's why it's bad for you. But on the other hand, if you eat fruits and vegetables and stuff like that, you get your time back. Oh, oh so you can, so you can reverse add. it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Then it's time for you to plant some fruits in the backyard. There you go. Get some beets back there. There you go. Get your life back. <laughs> All right. So Kanye West, the Chicago rapper, fashion designer, overall visionary, let's say, yeah, yeah. is allegedly changing his name from Kanye to just Yay. Shout out to him. So I should change my name from Jason to Jay. There you go. Or son. Or son. Or son. Mm-hmm. So a lot I like of, that one better. A lot of people are thinking this is some kind of loophole to get out of a contract or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Can it be? I don't know. Listen, uh, there's a very, I'll change my name to get out of these student loans. There's a very popular wrestler that went by the name of the Ultimate Warrior. Mm-hmm. And he fell out with Vince McMahon in the WWF, and he wanted to continue using the name The Ultimate Warrior, which was legally owned by the WWF. So to try and circumvent this, he went and legally changed his name from Jim Helwig to Jim Warrior. By the way, it didn't work. <laughs> and now his wife is now named Dana Warrior, and the children are named like Cynthia Warrior. That's amazing. There you go. Warrior is not a bad last name, it's not. though. It's not. It's not. But, it's kind of tough. But, but the concept within it, I'm the ultimate warrior. I want to be that wherever I go. Let me change my last name to yeah, warrior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get it. That's like me changing my my last name to product manager. All right. So shout out to him. He just dropped the the album Donda, named after his mother. It's one of those living, breathing oh, albums again. Oh, that's what that means? What did you think it was? I thought it was like Donde. <laughs> like a Spanish yeah, word? Yeah, like I thought it just meant where, where, where. So I didn't know that it was for his mom. Ooh. You know yes. what? That's fine. Donda West. Oh, wow. So it's a living, breathing album where you can go in and update. It's alive? Something like that. Mm-hmm. And where you put people on, he can update it and take people off. Chris Brown was on the album, and then at the point of release, he was removed. He was upset. He called Kanye, quote, a whole hoe, end quote. Oh, that's who he meant. Yes. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a woman he was talking to. No, he was talking about yay. W- wow. Yeah. So butthurt about that? Yeah, that's money that's in coins. there. Coins. Yeah. You know? For our next story, Spirit Airlines. We keep talking about how people don't know how to fly Spirit anymore. Spirit Airlines is the live action of the Magic School Bus. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A woman went on Spirit Airlines. Um, it was a flight from Detroit to Fort Lauderdale. And she sit she lit a cigarette after they landed. And she was basically saying, It's been a long day. So let me sit down and light up my cigarette. And yeah, she got arrested. I don't know why she thought that was a good idea. Because it's mm-hmm. not an airplane. Wait. Mm. Oh, okay. Because it's like when people would say after having sex they would <laughs> smoke a cigarette. So like, wait, please, where are you going with this? 
So it's like, what what happened? Well, well, she did go on a ride. Oh yeah. So she finished and smoked a cigarette. Oh, anyway. Thank you for that. For this next story, I really need help with this one. I'm struggling. We are all professional podcasters here. We can tackle any story you guys throw at us. But this one, I'm struggling to really understand and comprehend. All right. A woman was banned from the zoo after having a four-year affair with a chimpanzee. I don't know, man. Can you just repeat that? Headline again. A woman was banned from the zoo after having a four-year affair with a chimpanzee. Okay. So, basically, she was in a relationship already mm-hmm. and was cheating on the human right. with the chimpanzee. How do we know it's a human, though? Sorry, it was cheating on the Somebody. other lover yes. with the chimpanzee. Right. The, uh, her husband could have been a, or significant other could have been a tap-dancing giraffe. We don't know. That's, that's very true. I would true. never cheat on a tap-dancing giraffe. <laughs> This happens in Belgium, so shout out to all our Belgian uh, listeners. But um, yeah, for the past four years, Addie Timmer- Timmermans mm-hmm. has visited the chimpanzee named Cheetah every week to interact with the animal. According to the zoo, Timmermans' visits started affecting Cheetah's ability to interact with the other chimps in his habitat. So they had to force her to call things off with a chimp. So they were aware. Yeah. What, 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 like what's happening? Was she like going into the enclosure and just like what was she doing? Was she giving him tea? When Cheetah is constantly busy with visitors, mm. the other monkeys ignore him and don't consider him a part of the group, even though that is important. He then sits on his own outside of visiting hours. So he's waiting sitting there his, waiting. waiting yeah, for his woman to he's come waiting through. for his woman. That's this is this is amazing. I'm sure he's waiting for her to come. All right. Anyway, what do you think, Kay? The do you think she should just be with him? With the chimpanzee? Yeah. No. Well, we, we talked about on this pod, Coco, who is a sign languaging um, monkey yes. that was close Eight. to Robin Williams and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Do you think they had like a different love language here? There's some, one of the love languages. What is it? Um, there's one of I them. I've never that heard probably, of an animal love language. Time, time spent. Time spent. There you go. That's what it is. Time spent. So this is it? See, Quality time? Yeah. Kay doesn't understand love. And that's what's happening here between this Belgian lady and um, Cheetah. Okay. Well, make sure you guys invite me to your animal weddings. Okay? What? All right. For our next story. Kay will, <laughs> Kay will probably look upon this and, and agree. But... A Milwaukee school district withdraws from free lunch program because it made students spoiled. And JTG and I went on here and talked about the importance of free lunch, you know, going in there. Mm -hmm. Of course, Kay, I don't think you qualified. You're saying you didn't qualify for free lunch. So this doesn't affect you one bit. I had to pay a dollar and change for food every day. Yo, that is so crazy. You send a child to school. I'm in school. What happens if I forget a dollar? You just can't eat. Mm -hmm. Just can't eat. Yeah, and, and the lunch ladies were like strict with it like mm-hmm. sorry <laughs> and they just look at you sorry get off the line on you can't some, hook like, me up nope nope I'm bringing two dollars tomorrow get off the line wait how would they know like so I because don't know. there's I know for us mm-hmm. we had um lunch tickets mm-hmm. and the color of the ticket would, would say whether you owed a dollar whether mm-hmm. you owed 50 cents whether it was free so my ticket was a straight up dollar mm-hmm. And if I didn't have it, I couldn't eat. So there's been plenty of times where I just didn't eat. A couple of people commented about this and said, y'all need to get rid of the food stocked 
for the year anyway. So why not let the kids have it? Yikes. It's Casey crowned. It's true. They they can't. Like, what are you going to do with the food? Mm-hmm. You're going to throw it out? But then again, you have to remember that like everybody in the school has different times that they eat during the day. Like, the kindergartens are, like, at 10, and then mm-hmm. you have somebody at 11 and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's so, it's messed up. But you guys have free lunch, so go ahead. Myron Cunningham Jr. says, They clearly never had free lunch because ain't shit spoiled but the food. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, I, my, my peanut butter and jelly sandwiches are elite. We used to have, like, a peanut butter and jelly, like, on a graham cracker. That sounds poor. Like, they came packaged. That's yeah. not That's not a sandwich. Fridays, we got chicken nuggets, so those are pretty cool. Look, Although, looking back at it, they were, like, maybe, like, the hot dog chicken nuggets. They probably took off 50 minutes of my life. I don't know. A lot of, a lot of uh, lunch food or mm-hmm. school food was kind of questionable, like the pizza. Yeah. yeah. It looked like plastic, yeah. and you can easily rip it up, and yeah. it just, like comes about my favorite was the ravioli though i like okay. the ravioli when i could afford it how many did they give you like what what, what level of school like is this a, is this a, elementary a what elementary. is this they gave you a, i didn't eat school lunch in high school that's not cool oh. <laughs> well my I, I said this before my high school had pretty good um school lunch shout out to Malvern high school except that one time i was talking about when they found a rat that was pressed inside of the burger oh god I'm sorry, sorry. About that. there was a rat in the burger, yes, and they served it to a child. Yes, <laughs> he and opened that it child up. Didn't sue. Uh, That's disgusting. No, I would have sued. That's disgusting. I, I, listen, ew, that was a day. That's, that, that's crazy. Yeah, but yeah, and maybe and sometimes the beef patties. Mm. But y'all had beef patties. Y'all didn't have beef patties. No, I think I, no, I think we had beef. Patties. Had well, beef well, patties we we had you know what my, my Jamaican brain is thinking of like legit beef patties. We had beef patties like in the Italian way. You know how you can walk into a pizza store in uh, New York City and get a beef patty. Yeah. Sort of a beef patty, but not really. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. We had like beef patties, but like I said, in high school I was able to go outside for lunch, so mm-hmm. I had like Burger King, McDonald's, and Chinese and pizza and blah 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 blah. I will say this though about the beef patty: if you go to an Italian spot. Um, let them open it up and put the mozzarella cheese on it. It's like an Italian Jamaican beef patty. It's pretty damn good. I went to this one spot though, and they failed me miserably. They put the cheese on top of the beef patty. Just chilling on the crust. For all my people out there, if you're not from New York and you're gonna come visit, get one of those. Have them put it first. Of all, if you never had an authentic Jamaican beef patty, though, get one of those first. It was the closest. What's the closest thing to authentic beef patty here? Golden crust? What are you asking? No, because I'm thinking of like, you know, you go to Jamaica, you get like juicy beef, tasty. There's always that. Yeah. Golden crust is the closest forth. you're going to get to the island. Okay. Speaking of, I kind of want that for lunch today. There you go. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> for our next story. Fans pay $500 for skateboards painted with Tony Hawk's blood. Mm. Tony Hawk, the legendary skater, um, did the 900 uh, first to complete it on half pipe. Um, I mastered the full pipe, but he mastered the half pipe. Okay. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> go, go ahead. Hit the bu- no, no, and, hit the button. Hit oh, the button, thank you. Bro. Thank you. I, got, I have permission this time. Oh. Thank Jeez. you. Uh, yeah, so skateboarding legend. He was behind the great video games. Uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Uh, the mascot for so long. Yeah. $500 to get a... Skateboard I feel like y'all idiots blood. played that game, but God. Oh, yeah, religiously. Oh, what? I was, religiously. I was terrible at it, but whatever. So the problem here is that earlier in the year, probably maybe number, probably number 30-something, 20-something, it's been a long year, 
Uh, Lil Nas X, the Old Town Road rapper, released a pair of Nikes that were customized to include a vial of his blood built within the shoe. And everybody went in an uproar. Oh, I, I honestly didn't know it was his blood. Honestly. Well, supposedly. I, I listen, it could just be like food coloring or something. Yeah, we don't. But the, the, the issue here is that we see Tony Hawk here on screen, like getting his blood drawn, like needle and everything. thrown into the paint. Yeah, so Lil Nas X says, hey, when I did it, it was a problem. And now y'all are here buying this and whatnot. Y'all calling them all kinds of stuff. Now Tony Hawk is just here. Here's my skateboard blood, dude. 500 bucks. I'm sorry. This The photo that they're using here is so strange because you see that the guy is getting his blood drawn and then he's <laughs> drinking a can of liquid death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what the liquid death is. It could be just a wild energy drink or something like that. But throw it into your Google machines. And Tony Hawk is also a great follower on social media because he walks around and goes, just lives life, just goes into stores and stuff. And he always encounters people. They say, hey, you look like that guy named Tony Hawk. <laughs> he says, oh, really? That's cool. Yeah. And he tweets about it constantly. It's yeah. great. Wow. Yeah. So, Kay, do you need um the $500 blood skateboard by Tony no, Hawk? No, I don't know what's in his blood. <laughs> come bring it inside my house. No, I'm good. And, and that just goes to show that people are willing to just buy anything. Yeah. Because th- what? The, what? You're going to spend $500 on a skateboard because a legend, a skateboarding legend, legend put his blood into the paint? Why not? Apparently, it's going to make you jump higher, skate faster, nail your moves. No, I don't I'm, know. I might need to get that. That's like, that's like, yeah, having like I don't. Let's say Kanye. No, no, that's a pre- bad example because yes, Kanye can do anything I, I and people will buy it. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, like your favorite rapper, mm-hmm. right? Like he just I don't know, freaking urinates on a microphone and you spend seven hundred dollars on it because it is. I think people would a lot. Of th- I think a lot of people would draw the line at urine and blood for some reason. Blood is yeah, okay. That's fine, but but I think people would draw the line at light. urine. <laughs> holding that to my mouth yeah and singing this is a smell this is a smell that's accompanying that ready at that point wait what wait yo i don't wait yo next story man next story all right man so confused airbnb Our next story. Airbnb. 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 Airbnb stands for breakfast in bed. See what they did there? Airbnb is providing housing for 20k Afghan refugees, which is pretty awesome. Um, we finally end the forever 20-year war in Afghanistan, sort of, kind of. And yeah, Airbnb is providing housing to refugees. So here's my question for yep. Airbnb. Mm-hmm. So Airbnb is a platform where people rent out their existing homes to travelers and right. people yes. like that, right? Yes. So the houses that they are offering, is it my house that you're offering or is it the workers of Airbnb? Like whose house is up for sale? It's funny you say that. They say, although Airbnb provides a housing solution, it is unclear how long they will fund the refugees' stay. Um. So it seems like there's no real position around this they say quote the displacement and resettlement of afghan refugees in the u.s and elsewhere is one of the biggest humanitarian crises of our time mm-hmm. so i guess we feel just asked anyone hey do you feel yeah maybe you can like opt giving in giving up your home to 
support or provide housing for these refugees or or you can be an asshole right uh-huh. like those are the mm-hmm. options he said we feel a responsibility to step up and that was ceo brian chesky okay. all right okay. i mean it's 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 awesome it's just i don't know who's gonna be okay with it and, and also we're living in really just trying times right now um you already heard that uh, the moratorium on eviction is supposedly well gone now, and that means that there are a lot of people that can potentially be evicted from their homes. So I'm wondering what is going to happen for the people, you know, like the U.S. citizens and stuff like that, that will not be able to pay rent. Like, what's what's the next step? Is Airbnb going to open up for that too? See, and then I also had a question about that, too, because there's so the homeless population is nasty. It is crazy. So, like, why did Airbnb never open up their doors for the homeless? Oh, we're we're starting to get into some rough territory now. Well, you have to remember, Kay, if you want to play that card, they literally have Airbnbs in the form of shelters, right? I don't know. So, I'm trying to understand. Shelters are known to just be cesspools of all kinds of and theft right and like rape uh theft and there's only a certain amount of trigger warning people that can yeah. access it yeah. before it's closed and everyone's separated it's just a lot but i'm just saying like i feel like we can do better we can but that's a topic for a different show yeah all right sorry who are you apologizing to throwing it off track from positive and bringing it down to Listen, depression. Yeah, yeah. This, this is a podcast about nothing. You ain't bound to anything. You can talk about whatever the hell you want to talk yeah. about. Yeah. Until the advertisers buy me out. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Go Yankees! Go Yankees! <laughs> For our next story, this challenge here has been sweeping the nation and oh, usually wow. every once in a while there's some kind of challenge that comes out. What, what was that um the challenge like the the when people pretend like they're ugly and then they're beautiful? The cheerleader. Oh, I think that I found myself a cheerleader. When they what was that challenge? All that stupid gum yeah. Face it, it was blatantly pretty people supposedly being look how ugly I am and look when I put um makeup on I'm pretty. Anyways, the Kiki, do you love me? That Drake song that had a challenge. Mm-hmm. And the latest and greatest challenge is the hashtag crate challenge. Crate like a milk crate. If you haven't seen this before, you're probably not on social media. And you're learning of this right now from this here podcast. Yep. It's basically a express way to getting injured or killing yourself. <laughs> yep. Throw it into your Google uh, machine. Hashtag crate challenge. And what it is is... People stack milk cartons. They stack Not it. Cartons, milk crates. Milk crates. Oh Sorry, <laughs> carton <laughs> challenge. I just created something new. The carton challenge. Ugh, they stack do milk crates on top of one another, another, ascending until it reaches a zenith, and then it descends. And the object of the crate challenge is to walk up these crates and then down the crates. You can't use your hands, and you you have to be able to balance and supposedly once you reach the bottom you'll be getting five hundred dollars allegedly the problem with this is that these crates are so unstable and it's so hard to balance people are walking up on these and they're falling at least like 
it's looking like they're falling, dropping like 10 feet down into the air, onto their back, onto their leg, onto their head, onto their neck. It's, it's really bad. I saw one recently where a guy's entire leg just snapped in half the wrong way. Like his tibula, his shin, that area was just broken in half, pointing the wrong direction. So throw it into your Google machine. I've seen one where some dude dropped and had a big old gash in the ba- on his back. Like Ugh. open gash and just red bruise, like bruises all over the place. And he's like, that damn great challenge. <laughs> I saw one where the guy, his entire like back was basically red and he put a small ice pack on that. And somebody commented, this fool put an ice pack on an entire collapsed lung. Oh, God. <laughs> it was so bad. It's, but It's pretty bad. I yep. actually don't know what the appeal is. Like... What do you mean? It's, you're getting internet points and supposedly $500. Yeah, duh. You, you post it on the internet and people go, oh my God, you did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Some people have completely, um, you know, successfully done the challenge. I saw, I've seen this. I saw a young man um, go across the crates while rolling a blunt and he successfully did it. Kay showed us a young lady in heels. In heels. Shout out to her. Yeah, recreating a very popular meme. And as she was doing it, she was very squatted, like she had a low center mm-hmm. of gravity. So maybe that's what you have to do. So keep that in mind, JTG, when you're doing your crate challenge. I also saw a different one recently where this chick was in ballet slippers on like the heel, the heel ballet slippers, and she walked the bottles. Oh, yes, was that was that, JTG yeah. was saying that was specifically that was specifically made for her. Nobody, that's not a challenge. Yeah, that's just that's, for her. <laughs> that was so stupid. It's like a ballerina challenge. Yeah, like, it was just for her. A ball, a drunken ballerina challenge because you're walking on bottles. Yeah. yeah, but with all that being said, TikTok banned the crate challenge. Good. That's fine. All right. Because it because it inspires children to do it. We don't want kids doing this. Did they like ban other challenges like the freaking Tide Pod challenge? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, And I think I feel like the cinnamon cinnamon challenge was also that bad. was pretty bad. I wonder what happened with the frozen honey we talked about. Ugh, I don't know. Yeah. Move um, on to a safer topic. Yeah. What's safer? Mm, maybe not. <laughs> For our next story, this one is a very interesting story. I feel like there's going to be a film made out of this eventually. It's like the little engine that could. High school football team may have lied to ESPN to play on national TV. That's fine. Of course, that team is Bishop Sycamore. Throw that into your Google machine. So, it's, it's, it, they basically lied about the number of D1 athletes they have in their high school. And to, have, to play on TV, you have a certain requirements you have to hit. And they basically lied to ESPN about all of this stuff. It gets wilder. Does ESPN not do fact checks? I don't think so. They just take your word for it? Yeah. Well, then I'm going to do one on the block. I'm going to gather all the kids, and I'm going to say, we're a D1 team, and I'm going to end up right here. I like it. I like it. Um, So their high school team had people that already graduated. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So they already graduated. They're grown adults acting like high school students. They um, They played two games in the last three days. If you're playing football, you usually have like a week in between each game. Uh, their head coach currently has an active arrest warrant. <laughs> Most of the players are JUCO, J-U-C-O dropouts, and they are nowhere near high school age. What's a JUCO, a JUCO dropout? We'll hang on while JTG researches that for us. Got it. Um, so it's, it's just, how did this happen? So the, the, the coach, Leroy, 
they call him Roy Johnson, basically scammed everybody. They went up. Everybody was on the same page. Let me see his name. Leroy Johnson. Yeah. Let me find Leroy Johnson for you. And uh, there he is. Throw it into your Google machine. uh, Junior college. There you go. Junior college. Juco. So the coach basically has a hundred k loan that he's he's been dodging for a while. Um, when he was the head coach of Christians of Faith Academy, that's not a very Yikes. it's not a very Christian thing to do. And so he goes on ESPN. You know, you got all these allegations and whatnot. But hey, this is my chance to be on TV. I'm gonna take it and run with it. It's a very interesting story. Go check that out. ESPN is trash. Like, how do you not know? Yeah. Like, do your research before you. Say, yeah, let's film you. No, do your research. Is he arrested? <laughs> Listen, I don't know. <laughs> they, this, I'm just trying to figure This it story out. is hot off the press. It's still developing. Um, he needs to be arrested. We will report back. But what is he getting arrested for? For lying to the ESPN? Loans? Well, that, that, isn't there a warrant out for this man's arrest? Yeah, that, that, that's a separate thing, yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. Carry on. All right. For our next segment, put the kids uh, to bed for this next segment. Because it's, for some reason, centered around a lot of um, lewd activity, let's say. Thank you for that (laughs) musical interlude, JTG. La Puente Man steals 620,000 iCloud photos in plot to find images of nude women. This is this is technically a data breach um, story as well. Just bruh. How cool Chi, forty, has pled guilty to four felonies, including conspiracy to gain unauthorized access to a computer. Court records show. So, Chi, he goes by David, admitted to impersonating Apple customer support staff in emails that tricked unsuspecting victims into providing him with their Apple ID and password. Look, how did he do the scam? That's the I thing. feel like he's talking to like anyone who's over the age of sixty. But that, that, but, you, but you, that's the thing with, with these um these data hacks and stuff that are happening. Most of the time, it's people just willingly giving away their information. Yes, that's a real thing. Like Apple never once is going to email you, "Hey, send me your login and everything." So how is this happening? Or the social security office, uh, or your car warranty. Yeah, it, 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 it's pretty insane that people are very willing to give up the information. I remember there was a segment, I think it was on Jimmy Kimmel, where um, they were just asking people, oh, hey, what's your password for your stuff? And they'd be like, I can't tell you that. And then they'd be like, okay, so tell, tell, tell us what it is. Like, is it based on anything? Like your dog or something? Like, oh, yeah, it's my dog, Percy, <laughs> and my, uh, my, my year of birth. It's like, oh, how old are you? 34. And they would just do the math from there. And then it's like, yo, it was, it was crazy. So yeah, people are pretty willing to give up their passwords. Yeah. So he did all of this just to look at naked photos. (laughs) Why couldn't he just put it in his Google machine? And look for naked photos? Yeah. That's too easy. You know what? I I don't know. It's, I guess it's And with their information, the most he he did was the pictures. Like I would have cleaned out their bank account. Listen, he's been doing this since March 2018. So, yeah. There you go. It gets worse. It gets worse. For our next story. 
the t- I'll just read this title here. Mm-hmm. He bought porn with 1.3 million in startup funds. Just feds what? say. What? Now he's going to prison. What? A 48-year-old man accused of buying hundreds and thousands of dollars worth of online porn using a Virginia couple's investment money has been sentenced to prison. Manish Singh was ordered to spend three years and four months in prison after he pled guilty to wire fraud and identity theft charges earlier this year. Prosecutors in the Eastern District of Virginia said Friday. So, so it, it's, is porn no longer free? Is it no longer free? It, I, I mean, okay, look. You could <laughs> like what what happens with the paid version that you can't get at the free version? Did he buy all of the porn? <laughs> all of it? Remember, porn is a billion dollar industry, so he just bought a little sliver of the porn. What? Like, what? Wait, so when is it he bought it? He invested in it or he I, just purchased think, it to watch on his computer? I think he just purchased to to watch. So here we he he bought most of it on something called My Free Cams. Oh. So he's purchasing it on Cam Girls, and from what I can understand. Mm-hmm. Oh, aren't they like by the minute? Yeah, they're by the minute. You go into... <laughs> I, I, I want to understand what's happening. So for science purposes, I went into one of these um, cam girl things. And this right. is before OnlyFans. This is before all this stuff where that was a thing to do. It was just, hey, I'm a cam girl. That was the thing. So you basically block out maybe like five, six hours of your day. Because your your job, and you sit down in front of your. Oh, this um, is the girl. Oh, I thought you as a viewer had to block out <laughs> five to six hours. That's why I looked at you like, damn. Well, well, these viewers are doing that as well. But if you're on the other side, you're you're the cam girl or cam guy, whatever you're into, then you're sitting down. You're blocking out this time of day, and you're sitting in your cam room, and people are joining your room, they're leaving your okay. room, and. I could join a room and see what I see something nice, and I just tip like five dollars, ten dollars, twenty dollars. They're called tokens, I believe. And the goal of the cam girl is to get you to go into a private room. It's mm-hmm. like the strip club. It's okay. just like the strip club, except virtual and online and stuff. So you're basically as as a viewer, you're there typing with one hand as you're fun, funding this woman's college tuition or paying back her loans, buying her Gucci shoes, whatever she's going to spend it on. And you get into the room, and that's where. They charge you. You pay twenty five tipping when you're just looking. And we get in the room. They're like, "Oh, give me twenty two two fifty. Give me five hundred or something like that." So as I was doing this way back when for science, I went into the room and and I thought it was like just like a bot or you know like a deep fake or a you know pre recorded thing. And the, and the person started talking to me, and she was like, "Hey, baby." I was like, "Hi, how are you?" And they responded back, like, "Oh, cool." Now, where are you from? And they were talking. We were just having a nice little chat. Mm-hmm. And then the big baller came in there and got her into a private room for like four hundred dollars. So yeah. Wow! So that 1.3 million can go really quickly. Hold on, isn't that what uh, this uh, this young lady from uh, 90 Day Fiance didn't she do that? Like she Anfisa, like... yes. Yeah, yeah, that's and exactly what she was doing. That and didn't, wasn't um didn't Larissa Larissa, Larissa do that as well? Mm-hmm. Did she, she? She like made a lot of money. Like um, it was like a million dollars or something like that. But still hmm. don't want her kids to come to America. But that's another story. Yikes! Let's not. That's another that. story. Yeah. Sheesh. Um, yeah, well, shout out to that guy. He was spending his money on things that he liked, things that make him happy. Mm-hmm. 1.3 mil. Just like our next story. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So this next story is, I, I think justice was served. <laughs> it's safe to say. Okay. I don't think so. Okay. Justice was definitely served. I'll read this headline here. Okay. Parents must pay. $30,441. That's a large lump sum. 
for getting rid of son's porn cash. A judge has ordered a Western Michigan couple to pay 30k f- for getting rid of their son's pornography collection. What? That's amazing. What? They, so they valued what you know everything they threw out as basically being that cost. So his dad said in an email, "Frankly, David, I did you a big favor getting rid of all this stuff." And I can see like it, it, he probably had some really nice collectibles in there. Right. No, the son was so tight. He said they had no right yeah. to throw out my collection of films and magazines and other stuff. Must, must have been collectibles or something. Maybe VHS? Yeah, that, 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 that would have been the equivalent to like somebody throwing out all of my Funko Pops or all of my Jordans or my sneaker collectibles. They just probably looked at it and said, ugh, this is porn. Let's throw it away. Did they just like, was he like, in, in, he just had his own room and they just went in his room to clean it? Oh my God. Yeah, Look apparently they were, they were moving. They were going to be moving after they divorced. It's just... And they were cleaning out his room and he just said, they had no right <laughs> touch my shit. So David Working, who's uh, 43, his name is last name is literally Working. Mm-hmm. That's, really, that's really cool. Um, he was living there um, with the parents for 10 months after a divorce. I wonder what <laughs> sparked the divorce. Right. Oh, yeah. Yes, so the man is 43 him. years old and took his parents to court for throwing out his porn, porn stash after he got divorced and went to their house for protection, basically, because he had nowhere else to go. Yeah. So I think justice was served, man. And, and then- Why do you keep saying justice was served? You think that it was right for them to right for him to sue them yes for 30k Kate, one thing. Kate, if if you if somebody threw out something of that you had that was worth 30k wouldn't you be upset it's my house no kayla i'm asking you if somebody if like yes let's say, yes okay it's my house i'd be upset if somebody threw out 30k but you're okay with this like yes <laughs> don't touch my stuff and you, you don't care what people know yes, about don't I touch am, my stuff. I am very So let me touch, touch your stuff. stuff and you find out it's worth $30,000. Even, even if I'm living underneath your house because I have nowhere else Doesn't to go. Matter. Yeah, don't touch my stuff. If you're living in my house and I, that doesn't give me the right to go into your room and throw all of your panties. The room that I'm paying for. Right. Yeah. If you're renting it out, just living there, whatever the case may be. Okay. So, and, and, and. The, 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 the thing that backed it up on this was like the landlord rights. Landlords cannot destroy property. And that's the that's a, that's a ruling here. Justice was served. One other thing. They had to pay an additional $14,000 to the attorney. Look at that. Wow. So forty-three k basically. Yeah. yeah. Okay. For throwing away the porn. Leave the porn alone. Alone. Don't touch the porn. <laughs> Stop Leave touching my porn. porn alone. They said VHS. It had to be VHSs, yeah, magazines, posters, collectibles, blow-up dolls, <laughs> all, all of that. that. All of it. All right. For our next story. It's a good time, y'all. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh. Talk about justice being served. Yeah. time they try to stop y'all but your voices was heard (laughs) your voices were heard you spoke loud and clear against tyranny 
against the digital technology backlash. Stand against depression. Stand against it. OnlyFans. We reported last week that it was going to ban all the porn and sexual lewd activities mm-hmm. coming up in October. Mm-hmm. The company quickly, quickly pivoted and erased all of that. Clearly, they understood who put them on the map in the first place. Yes, the sex workers. The statement they said, quote, Thank you to everyone for making your voices heard. We have secured assurances necessary to support our diverse creator community and have suspended the planned October 1st policy change. OnlyFans stands for inclusion and we will continue to provide a home for all creators. There you have it. Everyone show your titty. Everyone show. Show your titty because you can do it. You can show your titty. You can show your vagina you can show your asshole oh show it in celebration make confetti come out of it for all those skilled people out there ah. here you go uh, okay. only fans is back all right it's not going anywhere um, standing strong yeah i mean it, it was kind of crazy again to see that only fans was looking at turning away from the sex workers where they're the ones that put only fans on the map like that's how OnlyFans made so much money. And to just turn away from the people that made the money is just like insane. But here yeah. we are. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Show them titties. Welcome back. <laughs> Show them titties. Show them Thanks titties. for that, Kay. And with that, that's all our hot buzz. As oh. always, you know where to send the topics in. Anything you think we should cover. And with that. We are moving on because I'm a I'm quite hungry for some crispy, hot tater tots. Tater tots, tots. Of course, that's an um, acronym. Topic of the show. <laughs> <laughs> and for our topics of the show, we are going to go over to the social media wars. So, Twitter has blessed us with another gem. Here's a tweet I'll read. Uh, somebody went out and asked for what are the biggest signs of um, forgiveness that you've ever done? What is the worst situation you've been through to forgive? And somebody replied to this thread and said, quote, I got cheated on by my husband of 10 years. He slept with two of my sisters and a cousin. I was so upset that I called him out on his shit in a Facebook post. Fast forward five years. We're happily married. And I now have two niece daughters. We're over the past. We're over the past. But I regret bashing him publicly. Uh, thoughts? Can you scroll up a little bit so I can see her picture? I just want to see if she has a clown mask. <laughs> nope. No, okay. no cloud makeup no, on. No, she's not white with a red nose. Nope. And first of all. <clears throat> 10 years? 10 years. 10 years. We've been together for a decade, and you thought it was okay to sleep with... See, I think, for me, like, don't get any ideas, Dan. (laughs) Cheating on me with somebody I don't know, I think you can come back from that. Like, cheating with somebody I don't know, Mm da-da-da. Cheating on a friend or a family member... I don't think you can come back from that. I think I think like we're done 
and me and that family member are done. Hmm. Like, you you literally entered my home, you smiled in my face, you ate my food, you drank my drinks, and then you, and then you bed my man. Damn. And then on top of that, you produce seeds. There's product to your adultery that I have to be okay with every holiday. That's you're a big. That's a big person to to accept all of this. That's a big person. So yeah. shouts to you, you clown. But <laughs> you have a big heart. Shout out to you, you clown. JTG thoughts. Oh, uh, you know what? Um, Stan, I, I figured um, that it'd probably be a good idea. For someone that knows a little bit about managing products and stuff like that to speak of this. So, go ahead. This is not a product. Wait, <laughs> this is, this what is, are you saying? This is I idiocracy. Don't, don't I can't, any, I can't talk any... about this at all. That's crazy. No, no, no but seriously. Um, I I wanted to laugh about this, but this is this is... This doesn't even sound real, but then again, we are human beings, and human beings are capable of doing anything at all. So, it probably is real. And um, yeah, this is as Kay was saying. Um, this this is just pure insanity. Um, this is not something that should happen. Like to be in a committed relationship is marriage, and then to cheat on your significant other with the family members, not once. But twice and produce children, it—it's just beyond just bizarre. It's—it's it's disrespectful. It's wrong. It's just wrong. It's a family affair. They kept it in the family. It's so wrong. And also, I think she made the mistake of making it public. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, and that's where I was where I was going. Mm-hmm. Also, there's a lot of people that have stories just like this, yeah. but they don't bring it to the timeline. Yeah, yeah. Um. I, again, I. I me wanting to just like be- believe in the decency of humanity and just like, oh yeah there's no way but this is it, it's probably real and it it's it's wow yeah there wow. we are and like do you tell those kids they probably they, know. Like, they yeah. have to they have to they have to have questions they kids are know. not stupid like i'm gonna say hey mommy why is daddy married to auntie lily or mm-hmm. something you know like What's going on? Why is it like this? And, and, and not for anything, but considering how the world is today, it's quite possible that somebody in the family would, like, let's say if they're trying to keep the kids ignorant of the situation, mm-hmm. somebody would probably let it slip or whatever. That's In, why a, in a fight. Yeah, yeah, that's why your mother is this and your father is this. Family, you know? Families families, be keeping familial secrets to the grave. Yeah, that's a fact. That you don't find that's out until the grandpa dies. The grandmother dies or something like that. Who's the whoever the the matriarch or the patriarch patriarch mm-hmm. patriarch of the family who's holding everything down, you know, keeps everything together. Whoever that glue is of the family, once they unfortunately fortunately pass, and everything just starts going haywire. Why the family members? Why? So yeah. yeah so I think that local. where she went wrong was the public bashing on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So. I would have, if I was her, I would have just left it at that. I wouldn't even put back on the internet that we reconciled. Like, mm-hmm. there's no way y'all are going to know that I'm back with this dude and what he's now bringing into the family. There's no way. But, like, two sisters and a cousin? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you talk about on Thanksgiving? <laughs> All right. I got nothing else for this, man. But there goes your crispy, hot, tater. I guess the question is, would y'all stay or would y'all go? Would you stay or would y'all go? I I I I'd say this. Um, 
I if I was ever in a situation where like I, let's say the roles were reversed or whatever, um, I have no idea what I would do because everybody that is involved is related to me by blood. So I you can't escape it. Yeah, like where do I go? <laughs> do I just <laughs> I just cut off one entire piece of my family and just. Through my, cause I, of course I'd be upset with my spouse, but to know that my family members mm-hmm. slept with my spouse, like that's insane. That is crazy. I Gotta just go think on it's hard, it's, and it's gonna be terrible for like the children. Cause like, yes. how are you gonna explain that your sibling is also your cousin? Right. What? How is that possible? How? But you know, people do crazy things all the time, and he's like, crazy too. Man. And he, but he's looking like the man. He was able to save his. He was able to save his marriage. And have his chick on the side, and everybody's okay with it. He looks, he looks like, oh, I got away scot free. Woo! I, I don't know. I don't know, man. Amazing. Yeah. All right. Topic. <laughs> Hell of a topic <laughs> that can go in different directions. <laughs> so with that, we are now moving on to what Kay loves to call debunking your childhood. Not sure what happened to my voice, but it died. <laughs> Introducing this topic. But anyway, debunking your childhood is a time in the podcast where we revisit, rewatch, and go over everything you used to like as a child, review it with our adult eyes, and make you wonder why you thought it was cool or why you thought you yourself was cool in mm. the first place. Wow. Originally, we were going to do this segment with a film, but we are having quite some trouble retrieving said film. So we're just going to save that little gem till next week. You know who you are, the person who recommended it. We are going to do it. Don't worry. We haven't forgotten about you. We just can't obtain the film. Uh, so mm. instead, we're going to bring it back to a time where when we, I think this is, actually, this is now the perfect time because we are in back-to-school season. Yeah. So we're going to just debunk a little bit about our back-to-school shopping and all the school supplies we had to receive and just, like, the process of getting back into school after having such a long, fun summer vacation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I know I did. I don't know about these guys, but. We lived. We, yeah. we had different kind of fun. But we are going back to... I know for me, back-to-school shopping was always fun. I got my new latest backpack. Um, You know, you try to be within season. So whether it was a Jansport or North Face, you know, you try to be up with the times. I remember back in the days, like, sixth grade, I had one that was like a suitcase. Yeah. And I pulled it everywhere, tripped everybody, didn't really give a (laughs) damn. But guess what? I don't have nothing on my back. Y'all do. But a lot of the school supplies were weird. Like, they say you needed it, but you never use it. Mm -hmm. So, Stan just pulled up a list of essentials for 6th graders, 7th graders, and 8th graders. Mm -hmm. Um, The must-haves seem pretty typical. You know, your spiral notebook, your folders, your post-its, your pencils, highlighters, erasers, agendas, markers. So, now we're getting into the nitty-gritty where I never was required to bring earbuds. That's probably a newer thing. I, I hmm. want to say it's probably a newer but thing. But how am I listening to my teacher with earbuds in my ear? <laughs> probably when you wanted to like use like the school computers or that. Yeah, school. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably isn't a no isn't earbuds to silence noise? No, to he- hear. They probably they probably mean yeah. headphones, but oh, somebody oh. was out of touch making this okay, list. Okay, so here. then I guess headphones. <laughs> um, 
hand sanitizer is a much is a must during this time mm-hmm. in clinics. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys, but my teachers sometimes used to hand out the teacher school supplies as well, where your parents have to buy like um, Kleenex tissues for the rooms mm. or no, that, that was paper a new, that towels was a for the rooms. Like you guys didn't that was have a to do thing. that. I think it happened like once in my that. schooling lifetime. We had to do that. Submit like school supplies for the teachers. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually specifically remember it was in fifth grade. Uh, my teacher had this uh, thing where if you forgot to bring a pencil to the class, she would give you this giant, this huge <laughs> purple pencil with like a, a loud, like like a little chain was attached to it. So as you would write, it'd make this annoying noise and you're already struggling to write. Oh my so, goodness. And, and that would make sure that, you know, kids were accountable and bringing pencils and stuff like that. But on the other side of that, though, you have children that, you know, their families don't make a whole lot of money and stuff like that. So, you know, they would never have real school supplies on them. They would never they would get have- expensive. If you yeah. look down the entire list, it, yeah. thinking back, it was probably like easily like 100 bucks. It yes. is expensive, but expensive. you're supposed to, if you have, depending on your parent, because mm. I know my mom mm. always went when there was like sales yeah so you can easily get 10 folders for a dollar sweet ZD lady wasn't playing you can also get four black and white notebooks for a dollar like this there was a lot of deals that were constantly going on Mm -hmm. and then there was some school supplies that they say you need that you never even touched i remember in math class they always asked for like graph paper Mm -hmm. yeah and i probably used it for one lesson and never again yeah and i'm just stuck with graph paper in my house <laughs> there was a couple of scams with these schools um things most notably book covers because you had to go and wrap up the book mm-hmm. because they're gonna keep oh, reusing yeah. it and reusing it and reusing it I and i was always awful that book wrap i just use like newspaper or something like that my pops would do it they mm-hmm. just rewrap it they up they used to give us free wrapping paper really in our yeah. school yeah like little cool ones that like they they just bought a stack and then you rummage through what you wanted mm-hmm. for your thingy i used to love putting the book covers on the notebooks like people came to me to put the covers onto their textbooks i was nasty with this like wrapping a present oh you are really good that explains a lot yeah it's like wrapping a present i I hate opening your gifts i enjoyed putting that (laughs) on my textbook um y'all ever get the spiral notebooks with the with the different sections in yeah, those the are a scam. Sub, the five yeah. subjects. Yeah. Those are a scam because what would always happen is the math one would always fill up so fast, mm-hmm. and then you have the English one that's that's basically empty. And if you fill up one, you have to basically throw it out because you have to get another single spiral notebook mm-hmm. or something like that. So those are the scam. Well, that's why I use binders for yeah, like binders, those yep. typical typical classes. Um, Did anyone else like? just open and close the rings of the binder oh yeah i did all this before before i purchased my binder i would do it to make sure that it worked because sometimes they didn't collapse correctly did you uh flip it from the top and bottom like you were supposed to or were you savage and just pull the rings i pulled the rings savage i pulled the the middle ring the middle ring um don't forget a protractor how many that was another scam oh yeah i must have used a protractor maybe Five times totally in my entire life. And yeah. It's like, wait, what? That is another skin. Is the other one a compass? The one with the needle? Yes. That you uh, put on the yes. tape on yes. the on the paper and then you you have a little mini pencil, pencil attached and you just make a perfect circle. Mm-hmm. You literally do that mm-hmm. w- for a week and then you never use it again unless it's a weapon. <laughs> like you barely use it. I, I use the compass repeatedly because I thought it was cool that I could make perfect circles. Did y'all have neat desks? Hmm? 
Did you I have tried. neat desks? I tried. I tried. It was mine. Mine. Um, it was too slim. Like, and I had a bunch of textbooks. Mm-hmm. So, like, <laughs> some of the textbooks would be sticking out. Yep. The- <laughs> like some kids, so some kids just have messy desks. It'd be potato chips in there. Oh, it doesn't make sense. Just- and like, and like papers that they just stuffed in yep. there. Yep. Gum. Yeah. What? Like, why are you putting gum in the desk? I tried my hardest to have a clean desk. Yeah. Yeah. Except for the time I threw up on top of my desk, but other than that, it was oh totally God. fine. <laughs> All right. Okay. Did y'all ever have the uh, safety scissors? I never had to get scissors because, like, never had to get safety scissors. Mm. the teachers were supposed to provide. Like, what were y'all providing that I had to bring everything with me? Yeah. But like, they should have had scissors and and glue sticks mm. and things like that. Mm. And now that I think about it, why did I need a post-it back in the day? Like, I need post-its now for work, but in college, but like. I didn't need post-its in first grade. I didn't need post-its. <laughs> I never needed post-its. I don't know. As, as a kid, I didn't need post-its. How was your pencil sharpening game? Oh. Did you have I the little... A, I had a lot of... My mom had a whole classroom in our living room. Did you have the the pencil sharpener where the shavings went everywhere? Or did no, you have the I one that collected the, one the, the cover, shavings? Yeah. The what? That's wealth. Playing. You can't hide money. Boy, I tell you. <laughs> Sweet ZD lady. Like, we had... I had that. I had multiple... Uh, pens, mm. multiple pencils, multiple erasers. Did you have sharpener? Did you have the red pen for corrections? My mom had that for mm-hmm. when she went over my homework. Mm-hmm. If anything, I had, I had pencil cases. I had whatever rulers. There was always supplies in my house if I needed it. Is this a safe space? This is a very, this is a safe, very space. safe space. So. Did anyone else have like mechanical pencils? And of course. Consistently break the lead because the lead was super. Th- like the when. Lead was super thin. Like when writing, you just broke yeah. it, or you broke it on purpose, like a savage. No, like just writing. Oh yeah, of course, like, of course. Oh, I thought you were gonna ask if I put the mechanical pencil in my arm as if it was an injection. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, that would be so. Yeah. Did that you gotta all do the that. time. <laughs> Make and then I'd literally tap my shoulder. I mean, tap my up my to find the vein. Is, what is this? Yeah, I don't know. The crease of your <laughs> the arm. The crease of your arm. Yeah. I tap that, yeah. have the mechanical pencil mad long, and then just put it on, through. and then, yep, let it go right back in. And then just close my eyes. I don't know why I did that. Did like, what were we watching that I, we would do that? I don't know. I'm we went sure to the I doctor. That's what the doctor did. Yeah, but I didn't close my eyes and re- like and relax. That That's a drug joint. Yeah. <laughs> you were shooting something up Yeah, there. that's exactly. So, like, what? why did I think that was okay? If we really want to get to it, talking about school supplies, can we talk about college real quick? Where they said, you oh, got to buy the $600 Yo. book, oh, and then you damn. opened it My one time? Goodness. One time. <laughs> I remember I spent like 170 on a book, yeah? and we only used for one lesson, not even a lesson, yeah. one day. And then I never opened that book again. It- scam and then you could resell the books back it's it basically like GameStop when you buy a game for $60 you sell it back to them they give you 75 cents I remember finding but that was my freshman year I found a website um that would have the books real cheap like dirt cheap was but it 8 books or yeah, yeah. yeah. it would take like a month for the yeah. book to come a so month it, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I, I bought something my brother told me about check books mm-hmm. but it was like you rent the book and you're right. supposed to return it right it did, I I think that book is still in the garage somewhere. <laughs> so at one point, like after I started, like my sophomore year and up, I yeah. started buying a book with a friend in the class and we just shared the book. 
Oh yeah. Like you just that's smart. zero Xerox I'm, copy yeah. whatever mm-hmm. lessons mm-hmm. you need. That's smart. Or if you were and you get really advanced, mm-hmm. you go to the library and mm-hmm. check the book out and just keep rechecking the book, rechecking the book. Yeah, I didn't and know about that to, one. And never. I don't even um, think I knew what a library was. If you could find the, if you could find, if you the could find book, it, yeah. Because the, you know, Cause some people smart. came early. Yeah. And yeah. took the book. Mm-hmm. And there's uh, only like two or three in copies in the library. Another thing mm-hmm. um, that uh, it, it was always fun. They always kept talking about you need a number two pencil. Did y'all ever get that? To make sure you got the number two Is pencil? Is there other numbers? I don't know. But I'm pretty sure there the, are no other numbers. I think the number has to do with, with the uh, thickness of the, uh, the lead. You like, on that. Yeah, apparently that. you couldn't do any schooling. Like you couldn't take any exams without having a number two pencil or like the Scantron wouldn't even pick it up. Yeah. The the Ticonderoga pencils were the GOAT. Yes. These pencils were are unstoppable. The the go- yes, these are yes. the ones with the good erasers. Mm-hmm. Remember yeah. those pencils with the crappy eraser no, that would just spread. do streaks and <laughs> spread on your paper? Oh, man. These pencils were the GOAT. Yes. Ticonderoga. Yes. I'm looking at some right well, now. Not 12- that one. That pencil looks sick. Uh, these, these are probably the updated the ones, kid. Yeah, these updated ones. These are probably organic lead now. Oh my gosh, the lead is Everything's off. organic. Remember they kept talking about lead poisoning and then it changed it to like granite or something like that? It's, it's graphite. There you go. <laughs> granite. <laughs> it's granite. <laughs> yeah, you, want your, you want your granite like the floor or something. You can't even write. You can't even write with granite. But yeah, lead poisoning. I had a girl that I used to sit next to. Her name is Geneva and she would always stab me with a pencil. Shout out to you if you're listening. <laughs> That's actually a. Did you tell on her? I didn't know what to do. You tell. You should stab me repeatedly with a pencil. You tell on her or you do it back to her. No, I just accepted it. Really? I just accepted getting stabbed. I I, I, was being bullied. Yeah, I was being bullied, but I didn't know I was being bullied at the time because it was a girl. Oh yeah, yeah, that would. Wow. So that means she liked you. Maybe. It's possible. Girls, listen. I had a girl that really liked me. She slapped the shit on me. (laughs) I'm dead serious. She she liked like she legit liked me, and she just. I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> I was so confused. That's called love, I think. Maybe. Wow. Same girl kicked me in my shin too. No. <laughs> yeah. Big ass bruise on my leg. When did it become okay to equate abuse with love? I don't know. I I, I guess some like girls... that's the problem. So it starts young. <laughs> It starts Damn. young that abuse equals love, oh and that's not gosh. the case. That is oh not the gosh. case. That is a problem. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why she couldn't express herself. But what if, if if your child ever comes over to you and say such and such hits you? Please don't ever give them the excuse. Oh, it's because they like you. No, it's because <laughs> they, they they too want to box to so go back and hit them. Another oh. swindle was all the variations of writing utensils, crayons, colored pencil, washable markers. Like, relax. What the, pencil Pick one. Rips? Pick one. Pencil grips? What? I'm buying a pencil grip. Grip the pencil. (laughs) Hold the pencil secure. Alright, pencil grip. I always, I always, that always blew my mind. Like, they, like, made this little, like, rubbery thing to go around the pencil so you could grab it properly. What? And it was very uncomfortable. It was was very uncomfortable. So, because it's like a thick old thing, and then you're trying to have a, a, a writing proper penmanship, and you can't do it because you can't grip it right. Shout out to, Pencil grip baking companies. Right. That's All right. crazy. All right, guys. Good luck with the upcoming school season. Mm-hmm. Please be aware of all the Staples specials that will be coming out. Mm-hmm. Staples is a store with school supplies. Mm-hmm. And look out for Walmart. They always have great supplies. Yeah. Any Target 
just you know the 99 cent store yes Ooh, dollar tree dollar tree and look out for do not spend way too much for school supplies you're only yeah. going to use for four hours and look out for donations and drives people are always saying hey we're going to donate to this well let me know when you handed it out right they always say hey come drop off supplies and stuff for this donation when are you handing it out my kid will be first in line oh wow and here endeth debunking your childhood segment we would do each and every week and not care how you feel about it all them kids yang that's probably like a total of like maybe like 1500 in school supplies probably all right we are moving on recommendations what are you watching reading listening to eating my recommendation for this week are two musical projects that came out by some giant from giants kanye west donda album and drake's certified lover boy um yeah two of the hottest in hip-hop right now kanye is has been going through some things so he's probably gonna have a lot to say on this album and drake has been hot ever since 2009 which is an anomaly uh drake has been hot ever since he was jimmy on degrassi musically let's keep it real what are you talking about jimmy jimmy was rapping on degrassi all right once he got into a wheelchair he had nothing else to do but rap all right who's up next JTG can go. Okay. Uh, my recommendation would be Scott Pilgrim versus the World. It is a very fun movie. A lot of video game references are there, but you don't have to be a gamer to enjoy the movie. It is just a, a whole lot of fun. Uh, you have actors such as Chris Evans of Captain America fame. You also have Brie Larson, who uh, plays Captain Marvel. And just a whole bunch of other people in there. Just check it out. It's fun. Trust me. Seriously. Have I ever stood you guys wrong? That was for the listeners, right? Not us. Whatever. Okay, what you got? Since we were talking about going back to school, I'm going to recommend Grease 2. Oh now, goodness. wait a minute. Before you guys attack me. Oh my goodness. Everyone knows that I'm a huge Grease fan. So obviously I needed to see what Grease 2 was going to pull out. And so the storyline is eh, but okay. the the songs I I love the songs I played all the time I downloaded all of them I have them on my phone the Grease and Grease too the there's probably only one maybe three or four returning characters from Grease one but like it barely it's they tried very hard to make it connect with Grease one but they kind of missed it a little bit. But other than that, I think you should just watch it just for the musical, the music that happens. Um, and uh, it's a little bit more raunchy than Grease One. This one, it's like a whole song dedicated to like sex okay. and like reproduction and all that stuff. You can check it out on Stars if you have Stars. It's on AMC Plus if you have that. Or you can just wait by the TV and hope that TBS or USA Network plays it. <laughs> It's almost as bad as the sequel to Saturday Night Fever. What was the name of that movie? Um, we were trying to remember it today and we couldn't figure it out. I don't remember either. <laughs> is it is it have anything to do with a fever? I don't I don't know. I can't remember. I can't it at remember all. what it was called. Alright, there all you right. go. Yep. Those are recommendations, something to listen to, something to watch. There you go. Quizmaster, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen. Here this prime. Grab your pencils. It's quiz time. Oh, we went back into the 20s for that. <laughs> A little barbershop quartet action. All right. 
<laughs> he even has a bow tie on. I do. It's <laughs> invisible. Anyway, this particular quiz has no sort of topic. It's just a bunch of questions. Enjoy. Next. Okay. What am I saying? First question. Here we go. <laughs> it's the very first one. Um, which color goes first in chess? What color goes first in chess? Is it black, white, or red? If you put down red, I'm going to have to pray for you. Next question. What color eyes do most human beings have? What color? Again, if you put down red, I'm going to have to pray for you. (laughs) (laughs) Which Disney film features the song... When you wish upon a star. That was question number three, by the way, just in case you weren't keeping track. Got it. Question number four. How many degrees are in a right angle? How many degrees? If you say red, you know. And question number five. Last, but certainly not least. What country gifted... The United States, the Statue of Liberty. Got it. Stan looks ultra confident. <laughs> For real. With like his bow tie on Got and everything. It. Like he just wrote his answers down very, very quickly. All right. Kay, you ready? I'm ready. Stan, you ready? Ready. All right, let's do it. Question number one. Which color goes first in chess, Kay? White. Stan? White. Both correct. Great job, guys. What color eyes do most human beings have, Stan? Brown. Kay? Brown. Both correct. Great job. Which Disney film features the song When You Wish Upon a Star? K. Pinocchio. Stan. Pinocchio. Very good. Three and three. All right. Number four. How many degrees are in a right angle, Stan? 90. K. 90. Both correct. All right. Here's the one that I think might throw you guys off. Let's see. What country gifted the United States the Statue of Liberty? K. France. Stan. France. Very, very, very good. All right. (laughs) I see five and five here. That means that there's a tie. Now let's ask tiebreaker questions. All right. Sudden death round. Yes. Okay. Tiebreaker question number one, and hopefully only one. Let's see. How many pockets are on a pool table? Stan and K. How many pockets are on a pool table? Six. Six. Both correct. <laughs> All right. Our next tiebreaker question. What is the smallest state in America? What is the smallest state in America? Okay, what do you got? Rhode Island. Stan, what do you have? Rhode Island. Both freaking correct. All right, next tiebreaker question. What is the part of the human eye that controls the amount of light that passes through the pupil? Stan. The iris. Okay. The iris. Very freaking good. Uh-huh. What is happening here? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Next tiebreaker question. What was the last name of the flying pioneers, Orville and Wilbur? Right. Stan. Yeah, the Wright brothers. <laughs> I love what's happening here. <laughs> all right. In what country were the Olympic Games invented? What country? K. Greece. Stan. Greece. 
Oh, we're rocking. We're rocking. Oh okay, okay. All right. Okay, guys. We're going to keep going. What is the imaginary line called that connects the North Pole and the South Pole? Okay, what do you got? The equator. Stan, what do you have? Equator. The North Pole and the South Pole are connected by the Prime Meridian. Oh, Ooh. my brain just... <laughs> so, all right, all right. so do we just call this a draw or... I'm going to ask one more question just for uh, okay. shits and giggles. Let's see what happens. What kind of tree do prunes come from? Okay. You had an answer? The prune tree. Prune tree. There's no such thing. <laughs> Prunes are dried plums. Oh. Ah. <laughs> I'm willing to call this a draw. I think we're going to call this one a draw, ladies Stan and gentlemen. Dan is willing to call this a draw. All right. You guys are amazing. Great freaking job. There Seriously. Because we were going to keep going. Yeah. 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 I love it. Any um any words of advice to the listeners? Well, before we do that, can we get our can we get the some like kid chairs or I mean What are they cheering for? It's a draw. It's a draw, so yay. No, everybody's no, yay. a winner. Everybody's a winner. Yeah, everybody's a winner, Stan. Everybody's a star. Come on. Don't be a hater. Be a lover. Uh, you know what, you're right. You can't reward losers. <laughs> We're both losers at this point. So, recommendations. (laughs) My recommendation is to let go of grudges. I'm pretty sure we said this before, but I just want to mention it again. Let go of grudges. Life's too short to hold them, and Mm. all it does is just keep all that negative energy inside, and we don't need it. Let out darkness. Let in light. I I love it. I like it. Yeah, I'm rolling with that. I am. Stay positive. Spread positivity. Yeah, yeah. Spread it like peanut butter jelly. (laughs) Freaking, uh, yeah. Positivity is really important, man. Mental health is indeed wealth. You can have a billion dollars and your brain feels off, right? And you won't be able to enjoy your billion dollars. So, yeah, just positivity. There you go. Bring love. Thanks for listening, y'all. Yeah, seriously. You're all sexy. (laughs) We love you. Bye. Bye. We love you because you're sexy.